and welcome back to episode number two of the R&D podcast. Here with Dale and Ethan. Going on, everybody. Hope everyone's having a great week. Welcome in, and let's get psyched for Richmond. Another short track. Hell yeah, man! Another short track. Another a great. Uh, great uh, segment of races that we have going on right now. So, um, only thing that's kind of a bummer is Kansas in the next couple of months. But eh, we'll get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. So, yeah, oh, of course, a wonderful weekend. Then, you know, we got we got Coda to look forward to for crying out loud. Yeah, we do. Coda, that's going to be among other real fun. That'll be a real fun race. Absolutely. We're going to jump right into it here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hold, we'll save the bullshit for another episode. We'll get right down to the nitty gritty here. First things first. So, uh, obviously we talked about the modifieds in the last episode. Um, congratulations to Eric Goodale on the dub here in the uh, Virginia is for racers 200. Is that, was that right? Uh, close. The thing is, Racing Lovers 200. But yeah, Eric Goodale takes home the win, number four on his career. Uh, my pick, Ron Silk, came home 21st. Dale picked Ryan Priest, came home with a 12th place finish, one lap down, but had the car to beat early until issues on pit road. Yep, that's right. And unfortunately, my band Ryan Priest, like I said, got stuck on pit road, and uh, that that sucked. That was looking out. That was looking good for a little while. Unfortunately, I didn't really catch much of it because I do not have NBC Gold. Uh, I know you don't either, but um, there was a parking lot off of turn four, which I still have yet to see. I think you still got to see that too. Is that correct? I saw an image of it, and Ron Silk was near the very front of it. So that's that's all I know. I was at work that night myself. So that's that's all we need to know, right? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting interesting night for the modifieds. It would appear. Yeah, but nonetheless. Uh, exciting race for them at any time. Eric Goodale's not a name you see often when he win often, but feel good story out of Riverhead, New York. And he takes home the, the grandfather clock. Hell yeah. Good job. GG Eric Goodale on that win. That, that was cool. Here yeah, we're heading over to the Xfinity series, which they had their race on Sunday afternoon after the uh, rain out there on Friday night. So obviously the big story headline coming out of that Josh Berry. For Dale Earnhardt Jr., JR Motorsports, Kelly Earnhardt, he's been driving late models with Dale Jr. for years upon years, getting his first Xfinity Series win. I gotta say, that's fucking incredible. Yeah, I mean, damn near a decade at JRM. Uh, he's pulled in 86 career late model victories. This was a huge, super popular victory in the sport. Um, Twitter, social media just lit up with elation for this guy, and why the hell not dale jr's brought the tears that what more do you need to say yeah dale jr is not somebody who gets brought to tears all that often so i mean if he's you're bringing him to tears you've done something mighty impressive i must say yeah i think just how long he's worked with josh i think it speaks to the uh how meaningful this moment was for everybody involved you know you mentioned kelly earnhardt dale josh of course and Paid immediate dividends. Uh, Tire Pros was on the card Atlanta, I believe, for the first time. They jumped on for De uh, Dover and Talladega with Josh Berry this year. He's uh, He's got 12 races with JRM, already got one win. That's the first win they've had since they started running the eight car. Uh, that's always a – that's been their colorful cast of drivers, kind of like the Joe Gibbs 54. Uh, but this year it's between Josh Berry and rising prospect Sam Mayer, who is running trucks this weekend at Richmond. Uh, be on the lookout for him. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Josh Berry, just awesome, awesome run. He's had success at Martinsville before in a late model, and 
just cannot say enough about how cool it is to uh, see all the uh, all the emotion and uh, success going to going to JRM. Hell yeah, that's for you, Josh Berry. <laughs> We're applauding you over here. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. That is awesome. So, uh, another headline on the Xfinity side. Um, there was another. There was a fight. There was another fight. Um, it didn't involve Gregson this time, though. I'm actually kind of surprised. Yeah, that's. I mean. Only a matter of time, maybe. Not not that we're going to hate on Noah Gregson for being Noah Gregson. You go right on ahead doing what you do, man. You do you, but, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as the saying goes. But no, this one was between Gray Galding and Joe Graff Jr. And I'll be honest, too. And I saw the fight. I didn't really see much of the Xfinity race. Actually, I didn't really see any of the Xfinity race, unfortunately, because I was uh, I was a little bit too busy. Um, but I did see like the last ten laps. Obviously, I saw Josh Berry take the win. Uh, but Joe Graff Jr. and Greg Galling they got together. I guess they got together on the track. One of them, you know, uh, one of them kicked the other dude's dog, and then they started fighting <laughs> on pit road and. <laughs> and it looked it looked pretty good too they were going after each other pretty good I, one of them was on the ground i think when they cut the camera over to him i was like yeah Ooh. gray galding wound up on the ground and joe graff jr was getting pulled off the top of him i didn't see the race either uh that was a little too early for me on sunday uh but i mean anytime anytime you see fisticuffs in a nascar race that's not necessary in the grand scheme of things, but I mean, boys have at it and people love seeing a fight. So that's going to draw some additional eyes to the sport that wouldn't normally take notice. But I mean, still nonetheless, of course. Yeah. And, and you know, that's what it's like. What Harvick said is like fights. The sport was built on fights. We like, we like fights. We need oh, yeah, more they, fights. The rough and tumble, the days of thunder mentality. You know, he didn't nudge you. He didn't bump you. He rubbed you. <laughs> and rubbing son is racing. Yeah, you, you can take it from there. That's right. Exactly. I mean, it's a short track. This stuff, this stuff's gonna happen, and it's just run of the mill stuff. I'm sure they'll they'll get over it. There was there was a pretty nice Twitter exchange going back and forth, though. Yeah, that I I didn't see that Twitter exchange, but from what I heard, it was uh it was it was uh it got intense. It got intense over there. People uh angry typing on their phones and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I I believe Joe Graff Jr. thought um. Galding thought a little higher of himself than he necessarily needed to. So, yeah, I guess uh, so. That's, a, I mean, it, again, short tracks, tempers flared, and, you know, good for the drivers for showing some personality and emotion. There's, you don't always see enough of that. Yeah, exactly. And I, I would agree with that entirely. I'd rather have drivers show emotion. I'd rather you show emotion and be wrong than just like, hmm, okay. Where's the human element in all of this, right? Exactly. It's, that's the whole point. Race car drivers, you're in a hot cockpit and you can't move, and you're stuck in there, and you're driving a you're driving a race car. You're you're manhandling a, a stock car beast, and somebody makes you mad. Guess what? You're you get out of that car. You're confined. You're going after whoever it is that done ticked you off, man. I mean, I wish I could do that. Uh, I wish I could do that on the highway. Uh, you know, if I could get on the highway and somebody <laughs> makes me mad, I'm a freaking get. I'm gonna get up on you, get you loose, and intimidate you out my way. I mean, in a perfect world, right? <laughs> yeah, and if only if it was socially acceptable. Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> uh, they call that road rage. Let me check with my sister on that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's <laughs> the you, perfect actually. candidate, too. Right? Yeah. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. 
But to uh, to kind of put a bow on the Xfinity, um, so our picks that we picked from the last episode, uh, Ethan, I do believe you had picked Jeb Burton uh, to take home his first career win at Xfinity. I show him coming home 11th. And my pick, Austin Sindrick, uh, did not, I don't think he showed up very much at all there. It seemed like he kind of was riding around the top five well, he ran better 10. than jeb burton did yeah he did but you know so uh, i'm surprised you went with cindric at martinsville i mean I, I know we talked about his prowess his growing prowess at ovals but a short track and especially a flat one like martinsville i was surprised you went there but he brought it home in sixth he did yeah he did so he got it uh, got it done got a top 10 finish jeb burton finished 11th um, obviously Josh Berry took the win. So if you're keeping track of the picks, uh, that's two for me and zero for you. So <laughs> I'm off to a good start. Yeah. Well, enjoy your donut while you have it. Yeah, it certainly will. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Xfinity is off this weekend. We'll see them back at, uh, Talladega next weekend with cup and, uh, the lower tier series that is in action this weekend, though, is the truck series. Hey, truck series. Are they where are they this weekend? They are here with us at Richmond along with the cup cars. Ben Rhodes is gonna be starting P one. We haven't seen these guys since Bristol in the dirt race when Martin Truex Jr. took home the win. Yeah, that was actually quite surprising that Truex had never had he ever run trucks before? Uh, 2006 for Billy Blue Motorsports. I okay, believe. so essentially a long time. If I mean, essentially he was a virgin. I mean, if it was, if it was, the, if we're gonna go and and cross the borders and talk about that topic, he was essentially a virgin. Like, if you ain't been late since 2006, you're a virgin. <laughs> oh, evidently, you know, Martin Martin Truex Jr. is a pretty good dirt racer and occasionally a good, uh, what do you call it, a pavement racer as well. Yeah, occasionally, occasionally, and you know, speaking of Truex, and obviously, you know, our our truck series are going to be racing at Richmond this coming weekend. Um, when will that race be? Is it Thursday night or Friday night? Saturday afternoon. I forgot. Oh, okay, so they're in yeah, action. Sunday afternoon. Okay. That's right. Okay, yep. So, yep. You can catch it uh, Saturday, April 17th at 1.30 p.m. There on the uh, FS1 network. As you said, Ben Rhodes is on the pole. Austin Hill. Grit and Finger, Stuart Friesen, and Ron Lassard? I forget if I'm... Raphael. Raphael Lassard. Raphael Lassard. Okay, yep. Zane Smith, Matt Craft, and Todd Gill, and Sheldon Creed, Austin Wayne Self are your top 10 starters. And uh, looks like Kyle Busch is starting 12th. I'm actually kind of surprised to see Kyle Busch starting that low. It's a little bit odd, honestly. It's probably because Martin's not in the truck. That's a different driver, so it gets dropped down, I believe. Because that had to have been the fastest truck last time I was. It had to have been. I mean, when? It, I mean, honestly, when is that? When is that truck not one of the fastest on the on the field? But anyway, it, it really doesn't matter who's in that. Yeah, you put you could you could you could put your grandma in that fifty one, and she'll be in the top ten. <laughs> I mean this yeah th I mean that is the flagship KBM truck that well I don't know that and John Hunter Nemechek and the four truck man I mean it's that whole operation really yeah yeah a couple other notice uh notables obviously starting uh Haley Deegan's 14th uh Ryan Truex 16th Brett Moffitt Mr. Uh, recently married Brett Moffitt 17th yeah. hashtag two tenths two tenths yep that's right <laughs> Um, Jennifer Joe Cobb 
starting this race in 33rd. Um, and I know that there was some news this morning that broke out that she'll be driving her first cup race, I think, for Rick Rear Racing, which, you know what? A lot of people make fun of Jennifer Joe Cobb, but you know what? Bravo, girl. You get some. I'm a fan. And hopefully you, uh, hopefully it stays clean and stays in one piece, hopefully. So bravo to you, Jennifer Joe Cobb. Uh, she's, she was nowhere, she's nowhere near as in the way as, like, say, Angela Rock was last year. Oh, my God. That was a rolling roadblock. <laughs> oh, my God, Angela Rock. Or bless, or bless Natalie Decker's heart, like, yeah. spinning out under caution or whatever the hell it was at Bristol. Oh, Didn't my God. Didn't leave the stand? Yeah. Yeah, you can actually go up on the YouTube and, and find it. Um, and literally the spotter was, I mean, it starts out literally, he's saying inside, 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 we're wrecked. <laughs> like he called inside all the way down the back straight away and she still managed to wreck. So, and then um, she. It's like the female John West Townley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> At least she's at least she's a little nicer to look at than John was Townley, though. I mean, no no offense, but you know. <laughs> and then obviously, um, and, and yeah, I'm sorry. And then she ended up getting pushed. I think she got wrecked, and then I think she wrecked later on in the race, and then she got pushed into pit lane, and the 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 truck that was pushing her spun her out because I guess she That's... like hit the. She yeah, like hit okay. the brakes or something. She thought she was going too fast and hit the brakes, and the freaking the push truck spun her out. And then you yeah, got I think the, that was at Bristol. Yeah, and then you got the famous Darian Gilliam quote. I don't know if you saw the video. Like, Get off the track. No, I didn't. <laughs> that, I didn't that, that was that was funny. You gotta look that up. Get off <laughs> the track. Oh my god, what are you doing? Like it was it was great. It was classic. It was very very classic. It was yeah. That was some funny shit. Talking about Truex winning the uh, the Camperwell Truck Race at uh, Bristol the last time, and uh, Mister, like you said, Martin Truex can be a pretty good asphalt racer as too. Uh, Martin Truex, obviously, for those that obviously watch the sport, are well aware that Martin Truex brought it home at Martinsville. Yeah, that's another one down at uh, his namesake track. Give him another clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Went not bad. Started out his career over eighty on short tracks, and now he's what five for his last eleven or thirteen. I mean, Some, what more can you say? That's that's a hell of a turnaround. That is a big turnaround. Um, I don't know what exactly it was about going to Furniture Row that really set it off for Martin, but uh, getting paired with Cole Perns sure uh, sure didn't didn't hinder him at all no heck no and he and cole pern were a real good match i'm still confused i mean cole pern i know he retired to like be with his family and stuff like that but that was another we talked about it last week we were talking about like adam stevens is that the carl edwards of like crew chief moves yeah it was it was like wow it was (laughs) he was like cole pern was just like all right i'm done i'm out of here it's just like wait what really maybe it's yeah maybe it's a joe gibbs thing they just like do crazy shit out of nowhere i know hey see you know you know i don't know how many you know it there's a saying in poker it's turn one burn one but i don't know how many times they turn one and how many times they freaking burn one they burned a lot of fucking people over there eric jones yeah Uh, anyways uh to get back to the trucks uh they haven't been at richmond in a minute uh richmond this is the first time the trucks have been at richmond since 2005 when mike skinner took home the win holy crap oh five it's really been that long 
Well, last year they went back for the first time since 2005, and Grant and Finger won last year. I forgot they switched it up because of the pandemic. Oh, yeah, but um, I mean, that's still a long time, though. Yeah, so Grant Enfinger was the first one to take home a win at Richmond and Trucks since Mike Skinner did it in 05. There's only been, well, it's not really, well, for the sake of history purposes, we can get in a touch on this. There's only been three multi, three repeat winners at Richmond and Trucks. Uh, Mike Skinner, 96 in 2005. Jack Sprague, 98-01. Tony Stewart, 2002-2003. Just an interesting nugget to share with the class there. Yeah, and I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of surprised that Tony Stewart's on there. I didn't know Stewart to be much of a truck driver. Uh, he back to back years he won with uh, Andy Petrie in the 33. Ah, uh, yes, that 33 truck. That's right, Andy Petrie. Shout out to you, Andy Petrie. No, you're still out there. <laughs> he's involved with somebody now, isn't he? I think he's in. Is he involved in SRX? Or is he? No, no. He's not involved in SRX. He's involved with a team, though. Yeah, that's... I uh, may have to look that up. Yeah, um... I wonder, is it... I mean, is it RCR? Because I know he was crew chief at RCR for a long not, time. Would not shock me in the least. Obviously, Andy um, Petrie, for those of you youngins, Andy Petrie was a crew chief. He was crew chief for Dale Earnhardt Sr. for a, a, a time period. And Kirk Shelverdine. Uh, Kirk Shelverdine was a crew chief for Earnhardt for a while. Uh, Andy Petrie, Larry Mack was a crew chief there for about a year and a half. Man, I wonder. Do you think Larry Mack would ever like go back to the uh, go back to the war wagon for one race? I I don't know if he would. I, I bet you he probably would, but it would have to. I don't know. I don't know if he would though. I I think Larry Mack and today's NASCAR rules and the tightness of the rules. I don't think he'd be interested in that. Honestly, Dude, if I had an, if I had an unlimited amount of money, I'd have me in my crew chief. Oh uh, yeah, you're coming out for a weekend. Bud. That's right. We'll make it real easy on you. Just tune the engine for Talladega. Let's go do it. That's right. Tune the engine for Dega. I'll pay you a hundred grand to be my crew chief yeah. for one week. Yeah, I bet you. I, I don't think who says no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, oh. man. So to get in, so this is gonna be a 250 lap race for the trucks. Uh. You got a who? Who are you thinking? Who, who's your uh, who's your pick? Since you're uh, you're in the lead here, dude. I I with the trucks. I gotta tell you, um, you know, I think uh, I don't know something about it. I know Matt Crafton is like your old wily veteran and whatnot. I, I it's gonna be real tough to to pick, but I really think. You know, I mean, Kyle Busch is taking the the low hanging fruit, but I don't think it's going to be Kyle Busch. I think I'm actually going to go with Austin Hill on this one. I think Austin Hill is going to get it done. Ooh, that's an interesting pick. So, something about oh, Austin Hill, just I, something about Austin Hill. I think he's going to get it done. I'll tell you what, out of the top six, eight, honestly, I think his his most dangerous competition in the top 10 to start the race would have to be the car or the truck starting inside of him. Ben Rhodes. Yeah. Ben Rhodes uh, is really strong. If you're going Austin Hill. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take a, a little bit of a, yeah, you know, what? we're going to go. I'm going to go with Grant and finger to repeat. All right. Grant and finger. That's a solid he's a good, choice. He's a good, 
a good short tracker. He's got something to prove this year because he's not. He's splitting that truck with Chandler Smith, I think. I'm pretty sure that's why they're running Toyota this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Team Thor Sport. They switch manufacturers again, like Bobby Gordon used to back in the day. It feels like. Yeah. <laughs> They've done everything but run a fucking Dodge. Cause, yeah. But that's. Oh, come, please come back, Dodge. Yeah, Dodge. I'd love for Dodge to come back, but that's a whole another topic. But so you got Grant Enfinger, and he's solid. Yeah. Obviously, he won last year. You think he's gonna? Obviously, you think he's gonna add his name to the Richmond repeat winners of Tony Stewart, Ted Musgrave, and Mike Skinner. There's that, and I mean, I'm wondering where Kyle Busch is at as far as I know. He won at Vegas earlier, but I wonder if maybe his um. His confidence is still a little bit down because we haven't seen him really put it all together in Cup this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's speed, but not a ton, right? Uh, as far as consistency goes, but he's driven through the field, so we'll see. We'll see what Kyle Busch can do in the truck race, but that picking him would be like low hanging fruit as that well. Would so be, that would be the lowest hanging fruit. Yeah, you could do a lot worse than Kyle Busch for sure. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. You could pick Natalie Decker. Uh, she's not even racing. <laughs> exactly. I think, I think she's I think she's part time uh, between Nice Motorsports, and I believe she's doing some IMSA stuff. Well, that's good for her. You know, I, we, we we rag on we rag on Natalie Decker, but I don't talk down on anybody trying to accomplish their dreams. You know, so okay, get it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hell yeah, man. So, obviously, our picks, I picked, again, Austin Hill. You've got Grant and Finger. I think it's fair to assume we'll keep one eye on each of our picks and the other eye on Kyle Busch. Is that a fair assumption? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because, Kyle, that's that's just too easy. That's just way too easy. I agree. I agree. Even if he's even if he's only racing, I think he's allowed five times a year in trucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of which, and we're going to segue into the uh, cup race now here. Speaking of Kyle Busch, the Iceberg just released a video yesterday, I think, um, about Kyle Busch's dominance at Richmond uh, in the Cup Series during the COT era. And it was a very good, very, very good, well-done video. Um, so, obviously, Kyle Busch, fair to assume that we transfer over to the uh, the Cup Series. What do you think Kyle Busch is going to be like this, uh, this weekend at Richmond? Do you think that he's going to be just as good? As that video portrays, is he gonna be finally break through and get a win? You know, it's funny. I haven't seen the video you're talking about, but I was thinking about picking Kyle Busch just because he's new. Yeah. How yeah. many? How many wins does he have? He's won three or four at Richmond, hasn't he? Three or four, maybe. I I would even uh, go as far as say he's got probably five, maybe. Part of the reason I was thinking about it, uh, Instagram last night. You know how they. Uh, People will share the ends of races on some accounts. Yes. Uh, Kyle Busch's first Xfinity win popped up, and it was at Richmond. Oh, it was at Richmond, his first Xfinity win, yep. really? Uh, in 2004, he held off Greg Biffle to take it home. No kidding. In, in that spring f- race, I believe. In that five car, that five Bush car. That's right. I remember uh, that, was, that was the year Kyle Busch and Martin Truex duked it out for the championship. All right. So he has, he's got six. He's got six wins at Richmond. Damn! Yeah, she, she, we shortchanged him. We we did. We shortchanged. Uh, How dare we shortchange Kyle Busch? Two in 2010, 11, 12, then he swept in eighteen. Damn. Yeah, he uh, he's good. He's damn good at Richmond. Damn good. 
Kyle Busch, uh, average start, 11.9, average finish, 6.8, no DNFs, 6 wins, 18 top 5s, 23 top 10s. Hard to go against 30, him, 30 starts, and he's led 1,488 laps. That is hard to bet against. That is hard oh, to bet Oh, and you, you want a cherry on top? Here, here's your fucking cherry on top. <laughs> 12,028 laps he's completed out of a possible 12,029. God damn. You so, finished off the lead lap once, and it was in 2012. That I think that was the race that Gordon... That had to have been the fall Richmond race where he fell out of the chase and Gordon got in. I think that was the race. Let me tell Federated Auto Parts. That Clint was Boyer the one. Second. Yep, that was the one where Gordon snuck his way in past Kyle Busch for that wild card spot into the playoffs. Kyle Busch came home 16th that night. Yep, I remember. I stayed up for that. I stayed up for that race, too. I remember that one. I stayed up until freaking 2.30 in the morning when that race was There's only 11 cars on the lead lap at the end of that. Mm-hmm. There was a caution that jumbled up the pitch strategy, I remember. I don't remember if it was a rain caution or if it was an accident caution, but there was a caution that jumbled up the strategy. And part of that was Kyle Busch, I guess his crew chief told him to pit and he stayed out. So they screwed that up and they got on the backwards ass end of the strategy and had to pit. Uh... Yeah, I kind of remember that one. As a Gordon fan, I was I was proud of that one. <laughs> I was I was proud of that one. Because in that 2010 Richmond race that you bring up, Ethan, Gordon had them covered. And then we had another famous, Gordon's got the lead. We need to throw a debris caution with five laps to go and bunch the field up for your ratings. And Kyle Busch passed him on the restart. That's why I was freaking out someday. I was ready to hurl after Martin passed Denny. (laughs) (laughs) Even while he was, like, duking it out with Denny, I was ready to hurl. Yeah, like, oh, come on, just pass him. (laughs) Yeah, just get the fuck around to Marty. Come on. Yeah, Martinsville. But uh, Martin didn't rough him up, though, thankfully. Yep, see, that's how you you do it correctly, Joey Logano. I'm looking at you. All right, I'm, yeah, yeah, we're looking at you, all right. Looking man, at you, Joey I screamed at the I screamed at the TV. Bless Brandy's heart. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my heart rate went like I, my heart rate went to the ceiling for a second. I was like, "Are you?" I thought Logano was good as wrecked him off a of turn four, but Martin that might be second to Chase Elliott's save of the year at Daytona Road Course. I would say, yeah, that was so wild. Far. That was indeed wild. That was crazy. Everything but wrecking. Yeah, everything but wreck. Exactly. <laughs> He probably had all. He had both hands. He had probably had both feet on the freaking wheel too. I mean, he was fucking. <laughs> it was whole. Yeah, whole it was up on there. Oh, but yeah. So Martin Truex Jr. MTJ takes home the W in Martinsville. Um, rolls into Richmond where he's had a lot of success re- recently as well. Uh, to mm-hmm. uh, kind of. He's right up there with Kyle Busch, I'd say, right now, as far as Richmond contention. That whole Joe Gibbs team, even though Christopher Bell doesn't have the, the biggest track record to go off of, the whole team's starting top 10 this week. Joe yeah. Gibbs has got the front row, front row with Truex and Hamlin. Uh, Kyle Busch starting 10th, and Christopher Bell coming from 8th. Uh, yeah, and Christopher Bell doesn't have a whole lot of track experience there. I mean, he may not have you know cup experience there, but he's, he's got, won an Xfinity down there. He's got he's got three amazing teammates to bounce stuff off of. I remember when Hamlin led 
Remember when Hamlin put on that show? That was the same race that Kyle Busch ended up wrecking Junior. The 2008 spring race, Hamlin led the first yes. like 380 laps and then had a flat tire with 20 to go. And then, uh... yeah, that was the same race. And then Kyle Busch and Junior both passed them. They were racing hard. And then Kyle Busch <laughs> took out Junior. And then here comes Boyer just all raising hell. Yeah, buddy, keep wrecking. And then he ended up taking the win. Yeah, you. that is the one. Denny Hamlin, 381 laps led. Unreal. You know, fortunate losing effort. But, yeah, yeah. Christopher Bell has plenty of really good teammates at Richmond to bounce stuff off of. So I would not be surprised to see him up there with the rest of them. It will not take oh, him long to get not. speed. Yeah, Christopher Bell will be just fine at Richmond. Yeah, uh, probably a uh, probably a cheap fantasy option. Possi- possibly a cheap fantasy option. I know possibly. that uh, that win at Daytona Road Course probably upped his value a bit. Mm-hmm. That's right. It probably did, but he's still probably a good budget pick anyway. So. Oh, absolutely. That's the that's one of the keys of fantasy is finding the bargains. That's right. Speaking... Not to disparage his ability, of course. Yeah. No, definitely not. No, because he's very talented, very talented driver. Speaking of Martinsville, we're gonna hit up on this topic. Ryan Blaney. I was heartbroken for Ryan Blaney, dude. Oh. Best car the entire race, and then the caution started flying, and then he got off sequence, and then he couldn't get back up to the front. Well, I was I was actually thinking about that the other day, not just from Blaney's perspective, but I mean, does Martin win that win this race if he doesn't pick? Because he and Blaney pitted as well. You talking about when Hamlin stayed out? Yes, yes. The beginning of, at the beginning of the end, the last stage, right? Right. Yeah, I thought that was. I don't know about a race-winning move, but, I mean, think about how crucial tires were. I mean, it's a short track, so only so much, but grip is grip. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's worth two-tenths, then it's still speed that you need to have, yes. you know? And I mean... Uh, I mean, and there was a healthy amount of cars that stayed out, too. The top 10, I believe, stayed out for that caution. Yeah, it was like the top 10 or 12. It was It was a good amount of cars that stayed out. It was... You know, it was definitely enough to, you know, for our leaders to really have to really be conscious and have to work their way back to the front and not just, it's, it's one thing if you restart third, fourth, fifth, and you can kind of make a one lap hot shot and pass two or three cars and you're back up front. But what what I'm saying is him and cause he and Martin both drove up through there and both got to the top five. The thing was when, when they pitted with, what a buck 50 a buck 20 to go it was that's when blaney had his issue yeah and it was it was he had had already driven back up enough to where that was a mitigating a mitigating factor yeah yep and then he finally got back up into position and then uh the pit road penalty where he ran over the air gun in the airline and that sent him to the back and Damn it! Uh, I yeah. That's called hearing footsteps of last year. Yeah, that is that, and that's terrible, and that's why so many people talk about him, and you know how many he should have had last year. Yeah, and a lot of people talk about you know, oh, he runs good for the first two stages, and he can't close a deal. I mean, I feel like that he. He obviously proved them wrong in Atlanta, but you know that is a pit road mistake that could happen to anybody. Like. Uh, that was, I mean, he ran over the 
he took equipment out of the box. That's more on the crew than him. That he can't control that. Right. When a drag jobs, he's supposed to go. Like you know, it's not like well, wait, 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 wait. No, you can't do that. Yeah, no, that's that's how you lose time on pit road. That's right. Exactly. But damn, that was a heartbreak for Blaney. I you know I like Ryan Blaney. I know you like Ryan Blaney too. But that was a heartbreak, man. Because he, barring the cautions. He had him covered, dude. He really was fast after about 30 laps, man. He started driving away from the field. Yeah, and, I mean, all things considered, really good points there. I mean, he took both uh, – he took the first two stages. So, not – and he's already got a win this year. So, it sucks. But, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's probably making the playoffs anyway. Yeah, not all hope is lost. So, yeah, just a just a – Day just just uh, just wasn't his day, unfortunately. Yeah, he wasted he wasted bonus points if anything, which are important, but they're bonus points for a reason. Yeah, playoff points. I don't. Uh, it's a balance, you know. You got to get wins, but well, no, there is no balance if you've already got a win. Excuse me. Right. <laughs> exactly. You just need more wins. That's really all it is. So. That's it. That's right. You've already got your ticket. Now you just gotta keep. You just gotta hold on to it. So. Right. Speaking of in Martinsville, another obviously the big another big headline at Martinsville was the parking lot off of turn two. Uh, Kyle Busch getting into turn one. I mean, in, in the hard racing in general, we saw numerous. We saw a lot of hard racing, and especially in that last stage, that I thought was very cool. That brought back the old Martinsville. You and I both discussed it when the race started, and the first two stages were relatively clean. You and I talked. It was quiet. To, it was it was too quiet. We knew. You and I both called it. We said it. it it's too quiet. It's gonna get loud. So and get loud it did. Yeah, and to the tune of how many cautions did we have this past weekend? It was in the teens. It was. I think. 14 or 15 i mean it almost had the vibe of an old school martinsville race yeah it just knocked people out of the fucking way exactly just yeah, move or be moved i mean that's what earnhardt said move or be moved <laughs> so and that's exactly what happened i mean kyle bush we had the issue who was it it was byron who sent daniel suarez into turn one and then like a lap later they all wrecked and daniel suarez got caught up in it i mean think brad keselowski too he was racing Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain sent him into turn one, and run, and he went backwards, and it was also involved oh, in the parking lot. that spun Keselowski? Uh, I think, did he spin him? I don't remember if he spun him or if he just knocked him Eric out of the Jones, way. Eric Jones dumped him, because Keselowski went and turned Jones around later. Oh, I think that. I, you, might, you might be right. for 102 laps. Oh, yeah, you might be right. That's right. But either way, I mean, that massive wreck on the back straightaway started... Uh, Kyle Busch, I think, moved. Chris Busher. Chris Busher. Yep. He basically tried to say that Chris Busher tried to wreck him back after that had happened, and but I don't think that was the case. I think they just got hung together. Yeah. And then it was an absolute melee from there. Kind of almost like in that fall 2015 Martinsville race, Kansas said that Keselowski like turned down on him off a of turn two, which caused that wreck. You know, on that restart. Um, he Kansas said that it was intentional. Keselowski said he broke a tie rod. I think both drivers are lying. I think it was just they were racing together and they got hung together. Kind of the same deal. I, I think, uh, and I love, I, and I like Chris Busher a lot. I feel like he got nudged out of the way, and I think he was just trying to accelerate. Uh, he was just trying to get the straightest shot off the corner to keep up with Kyle. Yeah, they don't say 
they don't fucking say keep your foot in it for nothing. Yeah, he kept his foot in it all right, and he just kept his foot in it, got some wheel spin, and they they came together. That was that, that was. I mean, it. they both they both wound up fine. Kyle Busch came home tenth. Chris Busch was thirteenth. No harm, no foul, really. Yeah, I mean Keselowski. <laughs> it's funny Keselowski ended up driving into Kyle Busch's door, and Kyle Busch ended up driving away, and Keselowski's car was. <laughs> the radiator was busted in and everything. He didn't go no further than that. Yeah, that was that was an absolute shit show back there on the on the back straightaway with roughly a hundred to go, a little over. Yeah, it was uh, it was big enough to bring out the red flag, which you know I understand. You know, you got a lot of cleanup in that one. Freaking, I was so happy that Maddie D was able to make it through. That bad luck almost got him again, but thankfully he made it through on that one on that occasion. I was happy for that. Uh, some less lucky drivers. Uh, Ryan Priest, that was a fucking heartbreaker. He was running top five all day and then mm-hmm. alternating. Uh, Corey LaJoy had the front, what was he, 11th came into the pits and who ripped the whole like right front of that car off? I can't remember. But I don't remember was- either, but that sucked. <laughs> that sucked big time for Corey LaJoy. He was running like top 15 most of the race, just keeping it cool, keeping it clean, and of all the places to get into involved in a wreck, it got it, got it coming out of pit lane at Martinsville. Yeah. Like. He's another one. Him and the – I wonder if I wonder what Spire is going to do next year. I think that team, with the help of the next-gen car, they're, I wonder. I, I just cannot help but wonder because Corey LaJoy has been touted before as having – he was a really good super late-model crew chief, I believe. Yes. Yep. You mentioned a great driver. Like, short tracks? Mm-hmm. Oh. Corey LaJoy's got it on short tracks. That's right. And let's not forget his father. His father, Randy Randy LaJoy, accomplished Bush Series driver. So he comes from, he's got good lineage. He's got good lineage on him. So obviously a very talented driver. That sucked for Corey LaJoy. But big cars wrecked up in that one. That definitely shortened the field. Um, I guess the, the... the rest of the race looked like a um, NASCAR 09, Xbox 360 kind of level field. There was about 15 cars left, really, that were good. So We had 18 on the lead lap. Yeah, that's about a NASCAR 09. Cole Cu- yeah, Cole Custer was the last one on the lead lap in 18th. Ryan Newman, who had had a decent run going at different points of the day, uh, came home 19th, first car one lap down. Yeah. I will say this about Chris Buescher, though, that um, the the 37 car being on fire, promoting the uh, the hot sauce, I guess it was like a perfect meme. <laughs> That's just the Louisiana hot sauce, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> perfect snapshot, I guess, man. 37, Chris, you mean Ryan Priest? Ryan Priest, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, Chris Buescher. Uh, I, I Chris Buescher used up. to drive that car. Yes, I, that's 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 where I, I apologize. I apologize oh, to good. everybody. <laughs> But yeah, that was a perfect. That was like that was too perfect. It was like, oh, look at the hot sauce and the car's on fire. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Daniel Suarez's car was on fire too. Um, Daniel Suarez was on fire. Period. I don't think he was not happy with uh, William Byron. No, no, I bet <laughs> at you, all. I bet you if he had some hot sauce, he throw it in his eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe he he got caught up in that fifteen car pileup. I believe. Yeah. He did, but he got up. he ended up back there because he got sent off the bumper of uh, William Byron. He yes. got nudged out of the way a few laps prior, and uh, yeah, yeah. So imagine how he feels. He and William Byron <laughs> got away scosh free. So 
Yeah, William Byron got away scot-free to the tune of a fourth-place finish. That's right, yep. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, Daniel Suarez was hot. Man, he was hot. That boy was yeah. mad. But he was running really good, too, man. He was a, he had himself a good top 15 finish. You know, um, all the haters are going to, you know, the lightning strike, all the haters are going to say, you know, Bubba Wallace was up front. Obviously, he was off strategy, but I think he came home with a solid finish, right? He finished like 15th or something. What was it? Uh, 16th. 16th. Uh, he, he led 23 laps. Yeah. So, I mean, he, yeah, people are going to be like, oh, he was off strategy. Yeah. He was off strategy. Still, he still kept laps it up there. Kept it up there. So good job on him on that brand new team. You know, that team still got a lot of learning curve and I know it's a crapshoot, but watch out for that team next weekend. If they're going to get a win, I can see it being a Talladega easy. He's, if he. The only thing he's better at than short tracks are super speedways, in my opinion. He did run good. Remember, he ran with Hamlin. He ran with Hamlin and did run good in the 500, so would not surprise me. No, not at all. Bubba's a fearless driver when it comes to the super speedways, I feel like. His aggression, I mean, he's uh, it's, it suits him, too. Yeah, I agree. It does suit him. Indeed. Indeed. Who are you, you thinking for uh, for Richmond this Sunday? <sighs> Richmond, um, I, and for Richmond, man, I mean, it's it's tough to tell. Martin Truex has obviously been very, very, very good. Hamlin, obviously, the Gibbs guys are going to be very good. I gotta tell you, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna stick with my same pick as last weekend. I'm gonna pick Hamlin. I think Hamlin is still due for that. He's still due for that first win of the season, and he's been strong at richmond so it's going to be hamlin i'm going to stick with my pick from last week and i'm going to stay on board of the number 11 fedex train on that one uh, all right all right i feel it i feel it um uh, I, I think i might have to match you just for just on merit <laughs> just on merit you're gonna pick hamlin no 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 i i mean do the same thing I did last weekend, just like you're doing now. Oh, kind of stay. Okay, kind of staying yeah. on board. Okay. All right, I'm gonna take. I'm going with my bias again, and he's starting P1. I'm taking my boy MTJ. All Martin right. Martin here. I I will say this with the caveat. I know we discussed Kyle Busch earlier. Watch out for Kevin Harvick. He's good at Richmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is due. I I don't. I don't know what's going on with SHR. They just have had no luck whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but the other driver to watch out for this weekend, in my opinion, watch out for Kyle Larson. These dirt guys, they're good at Richmond. Yes. Newman's one here. Um, Tony Stewart, uh, who we let off the... I think we got into him winning at Richmond last yeah, week. But last yeah. week, yeah. Uh, yep. it, Gordon's won at Richmond before. If you've got a dirt back, Background, like I think you can you can swing it at Richmond. Yeah. It's a wide track. It slips and slides. It's going to be slick on Sunday afternoon. That's partly why they run the race Sunday afternoon. Remember, this usually is a Saturday night race. Yep. Um. But yeah, it, yeah, they moved it to Sunday. Kyle Larson. Yeah, and Kyle Larson. Let's remember, Kyle Larson does have a Richmond win, 2017. The fall, Ooh, the fall of 2017. That was his most recent win up until. Atlanta this year was his win uh, at Richmond no, no. in 2017. Dover, Dover in the Clover car. Oh, was for it Ganassi Dover? in the chase? Oh, yeah, wait. remember it put him in the round of eight. Oh my god, I think you're right. 
You're right. Okay. Yeah, that that was 2019. Okay. Yeah. What? Oh. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. But that was for for a while. That was his most recent win up until then. Was that Richmond race in the fall? That was the race that uh, Hamlin got into Truex, like coming to the white flag or something like that, and ended up taking him out. And Truex had the most like pissed off, like, "Hey, you're the regular season champion." Photos, like he was mad through all those pictures. It was it was comical. Oh, um, some side notes for this weekend. We got any? Thirty-eight cars on the entry list. One more than last weekend. Austin Sindrick is making another start in the thirty-three car. First one since Atlanta for him. Mm. That'll be interesting to look out for. I think he'll be pretty good. I think if he he'll can, be coming shotgun on the field. Yeah, I think he'll get himself a good top twenty finish and keep it. You know, try to keep it clean, anyways. So, obviously, my boy, my boys, Chase Elliott, Matty D, hoping the best out of them. Um, Matty D needs a little bit of help, but Chase is still Chase is up there, and he's got he had good speed last weekend. I think he's finished in the top five the last couple of races at Richmond. Um, if not, well, top Chase five. is a. Uh... Chase starting third. Matty yeah. D's coming from 16th. So, I mean, Chase has got a, a great opportunity. How do, you, how do you feel about him uh, Sunday? Contender or a little unsure on his Richmond track record? Un, I'm a little bit unsure. Um, I know the team's got some they, – they have short track speed. I know they were good at Phoenix, and obviously they were fast in Martinsville. Um, I don't know if they're going to have that real good speed, like that good, good Joe Gibbs speed. But I feel like that he'll be a he'll be a threat for a top five if things go good. But I expect maybe a top ten. Um, Maddie D, I'm kind of expecting probably tenth to fifteenth. I would love to see him get up there though into that top ten though. He does need a little bit of help. I will. I'll say this. I'll probably use Maddie D in a fantasy lineup or two this weekend because I think. I don't think Bristol translates that well, that well to Richmond, but I feel like Matty D's got... I mean, it's a 750-horsepower track, and I think he suits him better than most. I agree. And let's not forget that, you know, obviously... New, he he does he does good at New Hampshire, um, tracks where it seems like you have to manage throttle. Matty D seems to excel and show up at the front a lot more than um, than the five fifty package. Manage throttle. What a fucking concept. What a concept. I know, right? <laughs> I, I said it once and I said it again. I've actually been playing F one twenty twenty uh, the past couple of days, and I I love racing in general, and I don't talk down really upon anything, but. This the, the it came across my head last night that what we have now in NASCAR with the 550 package is Diet F1. Oh, it's a f- yeah, and, and I mean, you can I, see that it, it that's a little bit rough, but that is that is my that is what is I it just say. the throttle. Just I mean, you put the pedal to the floor, it's like a slot car, hard to pass essentially. And I, you know, I'm hoping with this new this new generation of car that it will. I like how they have the splitter kind of raised up in the center of it so that it's not sealed off on the track. Um, but that's my opinion. I mean, Gen 4 Master Race, in my opinion. As twisted as they got in the last couple of years, that's still the best racing. Unseal these cars, give them more horsepower, pretty much remove the downforce, and we'll get back to where we had and we'll oh, have let's have racing. cars looking like fucking bananas down and crab like crab walking down the straightaway again let's see some character out there that's right I don't know, that was a little excessive seeing them all yawed out you like remember that. uh that every time you talk about crab walking man 
Sam Hornish at Charlotte. Sam that Hornish one year. Jr. in the '77 car. I saw, you took it out of my mind. I yes. saw that. I saw more. I saw more of the side number on that car than the fucking sponsor logo on the hood. That thing was sideways uh, like 75 percent of that year. It just looked like it was sideways, even when it was That's going like, straight. Oh my god. Yeah, it was that was incredible. But yeah, we need to bring we got to bring that back to NASCAR. Unseal these yeah, cars. Where's that rare Ham Smoky Eunuch innovation? Yes, it was absolutely getting moving that rear end housing over. <laughs> Do oh, I hear T Rex car? Anybody? We'll save that for the All Star episode. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they did, they did do that with Texas this year. They gave it the All Star race. All right, we're jumping tangents here. That we are. Um, it's been a blast hanging with you guys again. Thanks for tuning in. Whoever did, uh, we'll be here. We're shooting for once a week, sometimes twice, maybe. But uh, thank you so much. Hope you guys are excited for Richmond. We'll be back possibly Sunday after the race. Yes, we will. I hope so. Certainly hoping so. We're hoping, hopefully to be there. So, again, thank you all so much for tuning in and listening with us. This is the R&D Podcast. That was Ethan. I'm Dale. For listening. Thank you so much for listening to the R&D Podcast. Your home for real NASCAR discussion. Have yourselves a great rest of your week. Enjoy. Good luck to all your favorite drivers this weekend in, in uh, Richmond. And we'll see you guys on Sunday evening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be safe, have fun, and we'll see you guys then. And as Ethan always says, stay metal, everybody. And we'll yeah. see you right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. Peace out. Be well. Deuces. Deuces.